0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Southern Health Future. Updates from the Southern District Health Board and Community Health Council.
1: And for today's edition of Southern Health Future, I'm joined on the line by Meg Paulin, who's the Southern District Health Board Immunisation Coordinator to talk about a very important campaign. It's the Southern Measles Campaign. Uh, Meg Morena, thanks for being with us here on the awesome morning show i Jeff. I guess uh, measles is important year-round every year, but from time to time you need to sp- spend some time bringing this to the public's attention a little more. Tell us a little bit more about why we have the Southern Measles Campaign at the moment.
0: Yes, certainly. Um, there's a national immunisation campaign um, running at the moment for 2020, 2020 through to 2021, offering um, offering vaccination for people who may have missed out on their immunisations in the past. And the Southern Measles Campaign is our district's response as part of that national campaign.
1: So who are we particularly uh, uh, targeting here with the Southern Measles Campaign?
0: Um, well we are targeting um, mostly people 15 to 30 but anyone anyone under the age of 51 um, is um, recommended and eligible to get measles vaccines or MMR Vaccines, but um, this particular age group was proportionately um, overrepresented. Overrepresented when we had the measles outbreak. Um, so, so, that's where, we're, where our focus is, um, and, and also the target. The, uh, there's a specific target for, for Maori Pacific people because again, they were. We saw higher numbers of Maori and Pacific people um, contracting measles in the last outbreak.
1: Now with all the attention, well a lot of the attention going on COVID, it's it's, uh, understandable perhaps that this might not be at the forefront of people's minds, but why is it so important that we vaccinate for measles?
0: Um, well, it is important because measles is a serious disease with serious consequences. Um, we have had recent outbreaks, and we've had outbreaks in, in southern. We had 72 cases in, in, in the southern region, mostly in Queenstown, but throughout the district. And we've recently had a tragedy in Samoa where 80 people have died, um, and mostly mostly they were babies. So that that really was a, a big tragedy for such a small nation. Um yeah. Um, and, and it's a preventable disease with a simple vaccine, so it's, um, it, it, we shouldn't be seeing these, these outbreaks.
1: Why is it particularly important for us in the southern region?
0: Um, well, it's important for, for all of New Zealand, and the, the, our, the, the campaign for the southern is, is our response for, for the national campaign. So while it's, it's, it's important for, for our health and our well-being, it's important for the for the nation's health and well being as well, because we are quite a mobile we're a mobile population and uh, we all need to play our part
1: in this. Yeah, well, you mentioned the mobile population. Of course, a, a city like Otapoti Dunedin, with the, with its student population, um, some of those falling within the kind of the target area here. Um, and I guess the first question would be: do, do How do young people know if they've had their MMR vaccinations?
0: Well, a good place to start is mum and dad. They may have their well child book or their overseas records if they've come from overseas. They, they may not have been vaccinated in New Zealand. Um, they may they may be able to access a patient portal at their GPs um, or they may have to ring their GP and ask if they're, they're vaccinated. We have good records for people from 15 and down because we've got their national immunisation register, but that only started in 2005, so, um, so the 15 to 30 year olds, we they're a wee bit of an unknown, you know, um, beast out there, really.
1: And I guess some um, of them might have been moving around the country too. They might not necessarily even remember <laughs> what they've, what their their history is in terms of immunisations.
0: Well, that's right. Uh, that's right, Jeff. And and if there's if there's any doubt, if they, if we can't find any records, then we can safely vaccin- give them another vaccine, and that will that will either boost their immunity or they will um, it, it will be a a, a, a you know, it'll be a, a, an additional vaccine that they can have. Um, so if if there's any doubt, we can vaccinate them.
1: Meg, are there any people who shouldn't have an MMR vaccination?
0: Yes, um, we, sh- we we recommend for people, who are- women who are pregnant, not to be vaccinated. To wait until they're, um, they're- they've-, they've delivered the baby, and and also we advise them not to get pregnant for a month after the vaccine as well. And some people who are. How immuno, immunosuppressed they may be, going through cancer treatment. Um, so we do a good, we, we do a history and just um, you know make sure it's, it's, it's a safe, a safe process to go through.
1: Big question for many people is, uh, otherwise, the vaccination safe?
0: Yes, it is. So there's good, we've got good research and there's good information. If people want to go to um, to a to a a, a, a reliable, good source. I would advise them co- to go to the IMAC site, so um, or immune. org, and they have a lot of information there to give you um, to give people.
1: Now, um, perhaps people who who aren't familiar with the immunisation process might want to know what actually does it involve in terms of getting an immunisation.
0: Well, um, first of all, it, it should be free. If you're eligible for free healthcare in New Zealand, then the immunisation will be free. Um, it's, you may have to make an appointment, or there may be a pop-up clinic where you can just, you know, turn up and have these vaccinations a um, the, uh, the, uh, history would be taken and we'd check that you were well and able to have that vaccine today um, we would give the vaccine and then we would um, look after you for 20 minutes just to make sure that you don't have um, a, an anaphylaxis like an allergic reaction to the vaccine
1: and if you did, you're on hand you can easily deal with that if that happened uh, and most people would probably know whether that was likely to happen but if it did happen, that's why it's important that you stay around for a few minutes afterwards
0: that's right, Jeff. That's right. It is important. So, um so, so, so people. So we would carry the equipment that we would need to, to treat that. And it is a, you know, something that we can treat with with adrenaline and uh, like a bee sting, or if you're allergic to peanuts. Um, there's a, you know, we there's treatment for anaphylaxis. So it's a very rare thing, but one in a million. But we, we like to be absolutely sure and that, that it's a safe process.
1: Meg, we mentioned uh, university students, of course Polytech mm-hmm. students as well. Uh, I guess That's this campaign right. you're targeting very much at them as well?
0: Oh, very much, yes. Yes, they're definitely our target ho- audience. Um, uh, a little bit in the school base from 15 to 18 year olds. Um but the campaign itself is definitely targeted for that uh, for that for that age group with the polytechs and uh, universities
1: so would you recommend uh, uh, your general practitioner in the first instance i mean you mentioned pop up uh, clinics uh-huh. are they likely during this time
0: well, we're running into, we, we, go, we will be looking at them, we'll be looking at, at different ways, we'll be looking at some um, some maybe uh, out-of-the-box um, solutions, but, um, but of course with the, with the end of the university year coming up, uh, a lot of the polytechs closing up, um, it's, it's probably over the, over the summer period and the summer break, going back to where, where you normally live if you're a student, your first port of call would be best to be the GP.
1: Important, I guess, to always remember too, Meg, that that when we're talking about immunisation, we're not just talking about protecting ourselves, we are therefore also talking about protecting others.
0: Oh, exactly, and it's very important because as we spoke about before, there are people in the community that aren't able to be immunised, and and they're usually the people who need protecting the most, so it really is very important.
1: Meg, if I have any questions uh, about this, where can I go for more information?
0: Um, there is a there is a website, Southern, the Southern website is www.southernhealth.co.nz and if you just go to the Southern DHB um, website, that can, that can take you to that as well. There's also going to be quite a bit of campaign information out there nationally and the IMAC website is, is also a very good site to go to.
1: All right, uh, Meg Paulin, uh, Southern District Health Board Immunization Coordinator. Thanks for taking so much time to join us here on the Awesome morning show for our Southern Health future spot about uh, this all-important Southern Measles campaign. Uh, you have a good day.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.